Matthew eleven twenty five says, At that time, Jesus declared, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that you have hidden these things from the wise and understanding and revealed them to little children. Yes, Father, for such was your gracious will. All things have been handed over to me by my Father, and no one knows the Son except the Father, and no one knows the Father except the Son, and anyone to whom the Son chooses to reveal him. Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Welcome, everyone, to the Traveling Pulpit Podcast. I am Vernon Sheridan. I am the man with the unscripted voice. and I want to thank you for joining me on today. Well, you know, Traveling Pulpit family, it goes without saying from Psalms 118 and 24 that today is the day that the Lord has made. Let us all be glad and rejoice in it. I am, and I hope that you are also. Today is the Lord's day. It is a day of reflection. It is a day of remembrance. It is a day for looking forward to the day of the Lord. When that day will come, we don't know. It's not our responsibility to know. Our responsibility is to tell someone about the goodness of the Lord. So let's go and do that. And if necessary, family, use words. On today, Traveling Pulpit family, I want to talk to you about difficulty and how to handle it. You know, Traveling Pulpit family, every day we face challenges that shape our thoughts, our feelings, and our emotions. Every single day, we have a challenge that we face. Some are good and some are bad. And it's how we react to those good challenges and those bad challenges that shape us because we know how to handle those things that are good, don't we? Because that's what we expect. We expect good things. We know how to handle the good things. But we also know how to handle the the bad things. And I think we best handle the bad things by avoiding them, by not facing them head on, by not taking care of it at its root to destroy what is bad. But what we'll do is, We'll let it grow into an area called difficulty and difficulty sits right in the middle of good and bad. And it's just enough to make us struggle to find a solution to a problem we don't know how to handle. Take, for instance, what Jesus said in Matthew 10 and verse 34, where he said he did not come to bring peace, but a sword. He came to put family against family. That's difficulty. He came to put a mother-in-law against her daughter-in-law, a daughter against her mother, a son against his father. He came not to bring peace, but to bring a sword. Because in difficulty, we have to make a choice. And this is as difficult as it can get right here, but we have to make a choice. 
We have to decide on what side will we stand. There are mothers who are fighting for the freedoms of their daughters. And there are sons who who are fighting to gain independence from their fathers. The mothers are nurturers. They don't want to let go. The fathers are willing to let the sons go. The difficulty is how do we let go? Being a parent is one of the hardest things to do. How do we let go and give it to God? Because that's our child. So how do we let go? That's one of the most difficult things to do. I think one of the most difficult things for Jesus that he recognizes and helps us get through was his crucifixion. Jesus had a difficult situation. You know, it was good for him to be born and it was bad that he came to die, but he faced a difficult situation. He did not want to go to the cross. He did not want to face what he had to face. It burdened him so much that over in Matthew 26 and verse 36, he's praying in the garden of Gethsemane. And down at verse 39, he's going a little further where he falls on his face and he prays saying, my father, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me. Then he says, nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. See, that's a difficulty that Jesus did not want to face. He did not want to face the cross. But he knew that it would be his father's decision upon what way he would have to go. And he knew the way that he would have to go. He knew what he was sent here to do, but even still. The difficult part was he didn't want to do it. And so we come down to 42, verse 42, where he says again for the second time, he went away after waking the disciples. He went away to uh, to pray and prayed, my father, if this cannot pass unless I drink it, your will be done. See, at that point. Jesus came to acceptance where a lot of us doesn't don't seem to accept. We think that in a difficult situation, we can handle it. We can take care of it. We can do what is necessary to overcome the difficult situation. When in fact, Jesus has just said, come to me, all who are heavy laden and I will give you rest. Meaning that he knows what we can and what we cannot do. Which is why he has asked us to lay our difficulties onto him. A a parent of a child 
who is trying their last nerve, if you will, to gain access to their freedom. And that parent does not want to let them go. Jesus is telling that parent, let go and cling to me so that I may give you my yoke because it is light. It is easy. I will take that burden from you and give you my burden because my burden is light. That is what Jesus is telling you today. He does not want you to try and fix it yourself. The reason why he doesn't want you to fix it him uh, yourself is because he is a jealous God. And he has sent his son to show us the way back to him. But do you know outrightly if we were to do something under our own ability within our own power that we would not give honor and glory to the father for fixing it for us? That we would become in a sense like our own God, that we would denounce the true and living God, because what would at that point, what would we need him for if we could do it ourselves? Then Christ would have come in vain. But I want you to know, traveling pulpit family, that Christ has come to give us his yoke, which is easy and to take upon us his burden, which is light because he wants to trade places with us. Where else did Jesus trade places with us? He traded places with us at the cross. When he asked his father, why have you forsaken me? It wasn't that the father had forsaken the son, but the blood had transferred from the son's body covering us in the presence of almighty God so that he no longer saw the sin that was on us in this world, but he saw the blood of his son covering us while we are in this world. What he saw in his son was the sin that was in us on his son. And he turned away from his son because he could no longer see sin. I believe at that point, our God, the creator, had become fed up with what he was seeing in the world. And he could no longer see his son because his son became all the sin ever committed, past, present and future on him while he was on the cross. And he could no longer look at his son, but he could look at us because it was the blood that covers us. Even to this day, it is the blood that covers us. I want you to know, traveling pulpit family, that there is so much blood covering you right now that everywhere you step, you're stepping in a puddle of blood and you don't even know it. Christ's blood is everywhere. We are walking in it. Yes, we look like Sodom and Gomorrah. Yes, we look like the reasons why uh, God flooded the earth the first time. Yes, we look like the reasons why he's sending his son back to get us. But here's the thing. Even yet, while we are going through these things, Christ died for us. And his blood is still running. Luke hot. I was going to say lukewarm, but his blood is still running hot within our veins. It's still running hot within our veins.
And I want you to know, traveling pulpit family, that he will take that difficulty from you. Let him carry that difficulty for a while. Let him carry that burden for a while. He wants to handle it, traveling pulpit family. You know, there was a time when the world cried out with one voice. And that one voice was to crucify him. And he forgave us for that. And we are still acting out this day as we acted out that day. And he still forgives us today. So I'm making a plea to you, traveling pulpit family, whoever you may be, wherever you may be listening from. Give him your difficulty, whatever it is you face. You've been testing for a job that you feel that that's what you want to do. Don't give up. Don't let that difficulty of failure after failure stop you from what the Lord wants to provide for you because he said, my yoke is easy. Lean on him. His burden is light. Let him carry that difficulty. Go back in. Get the job that you're testing for. You want to start a business. Don't let no one tell you what you cannot do. This is his world. He is still in charge. His hands are still present and on this world. He said his yoke is easy. His burden is light. Start that business. Even today, start that business. Trust me, he wants to be in your life. He wants that relationship with you. Oh boy, you do not know how much he wants to be in relationship with you. But that's because he loves you. That's because he will be there for you. And he has made promises that he will never leave you nor forsake you. So let him carry the difficulties for a while. We know the things that are good to us. And he is good to us. We know the things that are bad for us. And we know this world and everything that it's becoming is bad for us. But what's difficult? Difficult is having to live in the world that we know is bad for us while we wait on the Savior to come and take us. That's what's difficult. You know what else is difficult? Knowing that Jesus had to carry his cross to his own end. That was difficult. You know why it was difficult traveling pulpit family? Because he had us in mind. He was thinking about us. That was difficult to carry that cross, to do it for the ones who would believe and the ones who would not believe. That was difficult for him. It was difficult for him because it got to a point where he could no longer do it on his own. And they had to call a man named Simon the Cyrene. To help him carry his cross. That is an example of we cannot do this in this life alone. We need help. And he is our help. And he will send us help in the form of another believer just like us. 
because we are each other's cross bearers. When we share with one another in the name of Jesus, we are carrying each other's crosses. When we cry out to one another in the name of Jesus, we are each other's cross bearers. And when we pray and are present in the name of Jesus, we are each other's cross bearers and he is present with us. So traveling pulpit family, I want you to know that march up to Golgotha's hill was not an easy march. It was difficult for him because he knew that some in 2023 would believe. He knew that in 2023, some would not believe. Some would join the faith and some would leave the faith. Some would uh, antagonize him by doing the things of the world, by serving the enemy the way they do, by promoting the brand that serves the enemy the way it does. He knew all these things and yet and still, he took that long walk up that hill because he said it was worth it. It was worth it to be nailed to a cross. It was worth it to be the sacrificial lamb for all sin. It was worth it because he had the power of his father inside of him. And he knew by doing his father's will, he would receive his father's reward. And his father's reward is eternal life. The name above all names that at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess. And now he is at the right hand of the father, making a supplication for us, those who believe. And I honestly believe those who do not believe, those who have joined the faith and those who have left the faith, I think and I believe that he is making supplication for all. Why? Because Ezekiel 33, 11 says that the Lord takes no pleasure in the death of the wicked but that the wicked should turn from their wicked ways and live. He is making supplication for us all. And I want you to know, traveling pulpit family, it's time. It is time to let him who carried our burdens on his back so that he could give us an easy yoke and a light burden. It's time to allow him to carry our difficulties so that those things that are difficult to us, those things that, that we struggle with, we, we, we can't fix ourselves. It's time to let him fix it. And by doing so, we will reap the benefits and the blessings that come from being obedient. Traveling Pulpit family, I want to thank you so much for the opportunity to come and just present the word of God to you. You know, I'm not a a wordsman. I'm not one to uh, give you the things that you want to hear. I'm giving you the things that you need to hear. And this is God's word. God's word does not always come out the way the world has patterned it to be spoken. It comes out the way it needs to be spoken because it goes after the true children of God. It also goes after those 
who pretend to be the children of God. But the word is the word. And I'm grateful that you listen to the traveling pulpit, not because of me, but because, you know, this is where God is going to speak. He's going to speak through me. So I'm grateful for that. I'm also grateful for your support, for sharing these messages, for reaching out, for connecting with me, for conversating with me, but also for coming into that relationship that Jesus wants with you. For just being in that relationship that Jesus wants for for you, all the glory and honor is for the Lord. I'm just the vessel upon which he has chosen to use, and I'm grateful for that. And I'm asking anyone who wants the opportunity to be in that relationship to follow the instructions of Romans 10, 9. That is to confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus is Lord and that God raised him from the dead. I read that wrong. Let me say that again. Romans 10, 9 says, confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead and you will be saved. Some will say that's not enough, but the word of God has just told you it is. All I'm doing is relaying the message that has been written for you, for me, for whosoever shall believe, should not perish, but have everlasting life. That is why God so loved the world that he gave us his only begotten son. So Traveling Pulpit family, you can find me on the social medias, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok, all Traveling Pulpit Ministries. I will be posting the uh, soundbite shortly, and I'm still working on a project that I'm looking to do. So be on the lookout for that. I'm always doing something and I'm always uh, up to something. So I'm just learning this um, virtual ministry. And though it's been some time, I'm still learning this virtual ministry. So that, that says a lot about that. But until then, I hope that the word serves you well. I hope that you will use the word well, and I hope that you will tell somebody about the goodness of the Lord and if necessary, use words. Goodbye for now. I love you and look forward to doing this with you as the Lord sees fit to do it. Bye for now.